G'day, people. It's the music show. Yep. Let's get started. Yep. So, you want to do Song of the Year first? Switch it up a little bit? Okay, yeah, sure, go for it. What do we so have this week? We had, um... Thuggish Ruggish Bone by uh, Bone Thugs and Harmony. Thugs, yeah. And then, good old Juicy. Yeah, what a by, week. This by is Biggie. This is one of the first weeks since the beginning that I had a real hard time deciding between. I yes, love I both know. songs. They're both, like, titans. Yeah. I think that's the first week where we've had two, like, actual titans up yeah. against each other. Thuggish Ruggish Bones. Yep. Bloody old Rion Marasaku or whatever his name is. Right. Poor guy. Yeah. I don't think he If he watches the show, look away now. <laughs> uh, which one did you... Or which one do you want to talk about first? I don't know. They, they are both. Like, it is a hard choice. I don't think I've properly made it yet. Yeah. All right. Well, why don't we talk about Juicy? Absolutely yeah, iconic okay. song. It is. Just the one phrase, like, and it was all a dream. Like, I used that's to just... read Word Up magazine. <laughs> <laughs> that's just such, like, a pillar. It's so iconic. Yeah, it is. It really is. It's, like you said, it's iconic. Like, it's such a great song. Like, yeah. it's so ingrained into the hip-hop culture. Yeah. Um, but I think so Stuggish Ruggish Bone. Yeah. Um, wait, is that what we're doing or Crossroads? Thuggish Ruggish Bone yeah, is what you sent me. Yeah, Thuggish Ruggish right. Bone, yeah. <laughs> Do you want a drink too? I forgot to... Uh, no, thanks. Out. Not at the moment. No. All right. But, uh, yeah. I think, for me, the, the winner this week is going to be Juicy. Um, like it's just... I think so too, but not by much. Yeah, not by much. It is it's quite an iconic song. Yeah. But... I think that's that's why it's my choice, just because of the level of yeah. iconicness. Yeah, but Bone Thugs definitely... Yeah. Um, did some things. Let me I I'll look up the lyrics real quick for Bone Thugs. They were a little bit more artistic with like <laughs> the intro that they got. The, um, you know, like I'm fine with rap. I'm fine with rappers. Yeah. What I don't want is them thugs. Yeah. That was pretty cold. I think they could have done better things with that song. Like they could have made it a little bit more conscious after that intro. Yeah. Rather than just saying like, yeah, we're thugs. But yeah. that's still cold. Yeah. Like, I, um, hard. I think I, I like Crossroads better by Thuggish Ruggish Bone. Ah, uh, by Bone Thugs and Harmony. Yeah, I um, think so too. Yeah, look, Crossroads is quite quite conscious. and Yeah, it's a, like, I think yeah. it's just a little bit... Um, but I actually read a bit of trivia yesterday. Yeah? You know how this Rion guy, whatever his name was, what was his name? Ryo. Ryo. Yeah. He followed... Um, Bone Thugs and Harmony. That's what Bone Thugs and Harmony did to Easy E. They like. Oh really? They just like booked a. I think it was a bus though, because they, they lived in the same country, obviously. Mm. But like, I think they just like drove out to LA, like with nothing. Yeah, with nothing, I and meet him. stayed there. Like they were like homeless for like six months. Fucking hell! And then they became. So not all is lost. Yeah, for for Rio. For Rio. Well, um, I know Bone Thugs and Harmony have heard about Ryo doing this. Oh, have they? Yeah, because they did commend him for doing that. They thought um, the determination that he showed was outstanding. Yeah. I don't know if those are the exact words, but it is like the same sort of general vibe. Yeah, but I mean, he could have just like went to like a show. Yeah. Like met them, like meet and greet. They're like, surely it's not like too much to meet them now. Like they're not, yeah, they're not all that big now. Um, well, meeting people that are like famous now is like it's quite easy or easier than what it was. Yes, yeah, yeah, exactly. But like to do like the meet and greet thing at a concert, I don't think it goes over a grand. Yeah, surely for them it's probably like a hundred dollars, two hundred dollars. Yeah, I wouldn't expect it to be too high. But yeah, I don't have any... What did, what did you have about Juicy? I don't have any internet out here. I couldn't get anything up. Oh, uh, well, it's just... Like, iconic, really. Like... And I, I do like the intro of that. Um, like the... You know, to all those teachers that thought I'd never amount to nothing. Yeah. You know? um, yeah, all the people that lived above the buildings I was hustling in front of and called the police on me when I was just trying to make some money. That was pretty cool. That was actually, I think, Genius says it's the first, one of the first mainstream rap songs about a rapper's own rise to the top. I think I didn't I, know that. 
yeah, I think that it, well, I, I don't really know my, my older sort of music, but right. I'd, ones that we've reviewed, I don't think we've heard like a come up story yet. No, not, not particularly. Yeah. Like, what right. was the one last week where they, it was two of them just going like, oh, remember when we used to do like that thing together? Was it, um, the guy with the eye patch? Slick Rick? What's I think his, it might've been. What's his group called? I don't know. I can't remember either, actually, you know. Uh, that was that was kind of like a rise to the top. Yeah. But that wasn't like... It wasn't on the same level. Yeah. Yeah. Juicy. Slightly edges out. Yeah. Thuggish, ruggish bone. Where do you place Juicy? Oh, it's definitely the, up there. In the hierarchy that we've rated so far. If you don't know, now you know. Yeah. I would have to... I don't think it's quite... As good as the Wu-Tang Clan. Oh, Cream, yeah. Yeah. I was trying to think of that, because I know we reviewed one. Yeah. Yeah. And then there was another really big one as well that was... The Message. No, it wasn't The Message. Or, like, that was one of them, but it was more recent than that. Like, Oh, um, oh. NWA, Straight Outta Compton. Oh, that is a good one. But no, I was thinking of... um. Oh, fuck, what's it called? I don't know. Mind Playing Tricks On Me. Yeah. You that, like that one too? That's up there with me. I'd say it's probably Cream, Mind Plan Tricks on Me, The Message, Juicy. Straight out of Compton. It's a pretty, pretty tough list, yeah. you know. It's probably, I think my yeah. would, order would be something similar to that. All right. Mm. Are we happy to move on? Yeah, I think so. All right, let's do. Well, what else do we have to do? Oh, I've got. You want to do your review? And then we'll do my review. Yeah. All right, go for it. You are doing... Wait. Hi, brothers. Head in the ceiling. Head in the clouds. It's Head in the Clouds 2 See? by 88 Rising. Well, what did I say? Hi, brothers. Oh. Who are... I think they're a part of 88 Rising. Or right. if not, they work with all those guys. Yeah. So it's actually not a hip-hop album. It's pop slash R&B. Yeah. Which is not really my style. I don't mind R&B. It's okay. But then mixed with pop, that's not really my jam. So this review probably will be on on the shorter side, just because I don't really know how to review the style. Right. But this highly anticipated album has finally dropped. And 88 Rising fans are happy with this meal. It's absolutely packed full of artists and producers. On vocals alone, we've got Rich Brian... Joji, Chung Ha, Nikki, uh, Fum Viferit. Chung Ha. Never yeah. heard of these characters. That's a, a woman. She's, I think, either J-pop or K-pop. Right. She, she was actually pretty good. Okay. Uh, Generations from Exiled Tribe. Jackson Wang, Higher Brothers, August 08, Goldlink, Major Laser, Sway Lee, Don Krez, Rhyme So, Barney Bones, and Stephanie Poetry. Poetry. So that's 16 people on the vocals, as well as 26 different producers. There wasn't a single track produced only by one person. One of the produ- one of the producers was um, Flostradamus and DVBBS. Right. You won't know who those are, but they're like electronic producers. Yeah, I've heard DVBBS. Oh, you have? That yeah. surprises me. Mate, you know you're... No, he's done something... He's done a big song before, hasn't he? Probably within the electronic community. Yeah. No, he's done like a pop song. Like. Not going home? Nah. No, it's like Tsunami or. Oh, no, no, that's. um... Oh, who is that? No, he does something too. Oh, yeah, that is. Oh, that's with another. Yeah. What? Yeah, by. um... I think it's pronounced Borges. Yeah. Yeah. Does he do that song? He does, yeah. yeah. Fair enough, there you go. Um, but yeah, so it surprised me to see those two on like a, a pop slash R&B, but it wasn't very electronic, that song, so I, right. I think they did pretty well, sort of matching the vibe of the album. Um, overall, because, like, yeah, R&B is pretty reliant on like a vibe, overall the vibe was pretty good. Um like I said, it's not really my style, but I was enjoying listening to it. And then the seventh track came on, 
Shouldn't, wouldn't, couldn't. And it was really, really good. I'm going to play that for a little bit. I'll skip forward to the, towards the chorus. And this just propelled the vibes forward. Like, I was bouncing around. I love this track a lot. I know Like, this is good. It's such a unique, like, flow. And the way that the production just matches it so effortlessly as well, that's really, really nice. But then the very next song came on, Just Used Again. Or, no, sorry. Just Used Music Again. Right. This one's pretty electronic beat. Okay. I'll, um... I'll play that one real quick, but I, I didn't like this one as much. So it's quite like a trance, I guess. Yeah. So I'm going to read out the lyrics for you, for the entire song. Okay. Won't take very long. I just used music again, times 29. I just forgot, oh... About direction I was driving. Wall in the distance. So, another brick to hit the force field. Stare just so long. Oh, enough to break a few more intended. So what did you do? What did you do? What did you do? When I'm thinking about the end. I just use music again. Time seven. When I'm thinking about the end. Adjust the music again. Times nine. Again. Times twenty-one. I just use music again. Times fifteen. It's not good. There you go. It's quite annoying. Not a good one? No. He literally said, Gen. 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 Like twenty-one times. Is that a... Is that in a different language? Or is it just... No, like... like again. Again. Yeah. Again. That's... Yeah. Um, I'd say the next like sort of memorable track, the one that stood out, was track ten, Hopscotch. It's a trap song. Hopscotch. I this is quite bad, but when it first came on, I was happy and I was bouncing around because it's the first good one in so long. But even then, it's barely good. This features August 08, Joji, Bunny Bones, and Rich Brian. I don't know what that means. Hopscotch Shorty jumping out the Cool Whip. Cause like Cool Whip. It's like the whipped cream, and then oh, that's a Cool Whip. Yeah. But and Hopscotch, you like jump. Oh, hopping out. Yeah. But then why? What does whipped cream have to do with it? No, Cool Whip. But not so not like whipped cream. Like I know it's a Cool Whip. Like that's a cool car. Yeah, but like I think he's just using it. But usually, like, the second meaning would also relate to it. Maybe he's talking about it costs a lot of money, the cream. Maybe. But this isn't, like, good, is it? It's actually pretty hard, though. I know, I'm not a fan of this. But when it first came on, I was relieved to have something different, like something actually good. Right. Because the rest of it's not. Um, two tracks that do break away from R&B... Uh, yeah, Hopscotch and Just Use music, music Again, they're quite bad. Right. So for R&B, like being very reliant on the artist creating a vibe. It's a vibe. Uh, and then sort of keeping that vibe up. These guys not only didn't do that, but when they did stray away from it, they'd like make a dog turd. Right. Make turds. Yeah. Right. Uh, the very last track though was actually really good. Easily their best. Over, the beast. wouldn't, shouldn't, couldn't. Uh, track 16, Gold Coast. Gold Coast. Yep. Named after, actually, like Gold Coast. It's like, what, now away from us? Because uh, Rich Brian likes the Gold Coast. Why not? So you made a song. Uh, yeah. Again, not R&B, so I don't really know what the attention was vibe-wise. 
but it was really good and it's actually got a really nice beat switch um i ruined that for myself i was like reading the comments on genius and then they said damn that beat switch was nice i'm like fuck i wish i like got to experience that so this is the first one and then at like a minute 50 it's like the end of the chorus here and then i have my driver's license Nice. Yeah, it was a pretty good beat switch. Um, so overall, there's twelve okay tracks, right? Two really bad ones, okay, and then two good ones. So with the massive amount of people, like what was there, sixteen and then twenty six. Yep. That's thirty two. No, nope. is that correct? Forty two. Yep. Some of them did overlap. Like August '08, both produced and was on the vocals, so it's right. probably closer, like. 38 or so but 38 people on an album even for a compilation album that's fucking huge that is a lot for 16 tracks surely they could make something better than this yeah, like but then like, i don't know maybe it's just not my genre so maybe i'm just hating on it you're just hating but my personal rating is a three out of ten i did not enjoy it three out of ten but yeah, even those two songs that I did enjoy, I'm not going to listen to again. So, oh, so to not return to a single song, that's... None. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's do Wow. That's crazy, man. <laughs> By Wiley. Now... About Whale. Yeah. I want to... Um, first of all, he has a pretty cool album artwork. Have you seen the... Chill Good <laughs> Have you seen the album artwork? I haven't. It's like him in like, you know, that Banksy painting that got shredded when it got bought. Oh, yeah. That's like him. That's what it is. That's such a... So he would have had to have been at the auction, wouldn't he? What? Banksy. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh he could have had someone doing it. Oh, true. Like, he probably did. Yeah. Um, I fucking love Banksy. Yeah, but then so it like artsy. tripled in price, doubled in price or whatever it was. Yes. <laughs> Backfired on him. <laughs> no, I think like... Because he, he didn't... He thinks that art being sold for like stupid higher prices is stupid no like I don't think he cared like how much it sold for like that was just like a part of the art oh, okay like, the sort of... whole thing was always meant to do that no matter if it sold for like one dollar or I sort of thought that was because he knew it was going to sell for a lot because he did it and he thinks that it's stupid that people are paying that much for an artist that like no one knows anything about or just art in general he thinks it's stupid this is how I've interpreted it so he like shredded it as soon as it was bought to say like art's in the end worthless no I don't think so well we could be both right we could yeah. be both wrong but let's get on to my review yeah, so first thing the, to yeah. note um, about this album um, and the thing that jumps sort of off the page or off the off your phone is just the amount of features he's got like, like you had um, he's got a ton of features with only four songs being strictly Wale. Um, and it's not a bad thing on this album because uh, I think Wale has a tendency to blend his sounds together to create like a much greater or longer track. Like it sort of feels like three tracks sort of blend into one, um, which can get boring at times. Um, and we don't have any back-to-back strictly Wale tracks. So he sort of breaks it up okay. nicely um, with that. Um, but... I did think that there was an odd blend of features. I think they all worked really well together. And while I sort of brought the best out of his artists um, and his features, but like we had Meek Mill, Rick Ross, Lil, Lil Dark that I have on my screen, Dirk, um, and Meg Thee Stallion as sort of like your traditional sort of rappers, your high energy rappers. But then we yep. had, uh, and Boogie as well. Oh, um, yeah. uh, but then we also had, uh, Ari Lennox, Black, Bryson Tiller, Jacques, um, and Jeremiah for a bit of smooth R&B and then okay. rounded out with sort of, you sort of, uh, like your multi-genre artist, Pink Sweats, uh, Manny Wells, and Kelly Price. Oh, nice. Um, That's a good list. Yeah. They were all really good and they stood out, but the standout for me far and away was Black. He just absolutely killed it. I know I've given shtick for Black in the Past sounding like a rip-off of The weekend, um, 
but he was really good on this and I think that lately he's been floating on a lot of tracks really yeah he's been really given the opportunity and given the beats especially by Wale on this one I don't know who picked this beat maybe um, Black did or maybe Wale did but they both have really confusing names um, and they both really went hard on this track confusing names like Six Lack and uh-huh. Wale yeah. who, who thinks it's that <laughs> if you see that for the first time you're not saying Wale maybe yeah. you are well the first time I saw it I said Whale yeah and then yeah everyone's saying like Six Lack and he had to make a fucking phone case saying yeah. it's Black yeah but um I think with Black when he hits he hits yeah but most of the time he misses alright I'm gonna play that that song Expectations the okay the the energy that uh, and the emotion that they both portray and it, it's obviously it's a very heavy song um, talking about expectations of black men of women in general in terms of body image um, and and sort of your own expectations on yourself mm. but this song blew me out of the water and it's Wale is someone that's needed a win for a while he sort of gets clowned <laughs> on a lot um, but this is one that he can be proud of um, and I will play it oh it's so wholesome now yeah um if i can find it oh here it is wow that's crazy i legitimately hate spotify at the moment why because like why is it taking so long to load my stuff when i have it downloaded like it shouldn't need the internet (laughs) to find something i already have downloaded all right here we go i do agree with you Oh. Oh, that voice is good. That's the best he sounded. It sounds so good. Yeah. Oh, that production too. Who's produced it? Do you know? No idea. Oh. Oh, that sounds good. It is a definitely one of my favorite tracks That's on the hit. album. Yeah, it's it's hard. Um uh Norva Denton and Business Boy produced it. There you go. Um yeah, Wale's issue throughout his whole career that spanned over a decade now is that he's sort of uh, prone to corniness. I think a lot of people mm. sort of clown on him for that. Um, and he seems to be stuck in 2010, 2012. Um, he sort of can't get past sort of making his music that made him so um, great um, back yeah. then. Um, and that certainly doesn't um, help his case. And he's sort of been the, the person to hate for the month, like the flavor of the month to hate for about seven years now, which um, definitely uh, is sort of hindered his music to the masses anyway. He's obviously got a very select um, fan following. Um, and I think uh, logic is sort of turning into him, sort of being stuck in the past and just sort of now he's just sort of in, in today's era, we would call it being memed on um, a lot, but, I think one of the issues is that he doesn't really fall into a box. Like, he's not really, um, like, an old-school rapper, although he is a lyricist. Um, <clears throat> and he's not, like, a trap artist or, like, the in sort of, like, that hipster trend with, like, Brockhampton, mm. Tyler, the Creator, Frank Ocean. Yeah. Sort of things like that. So he sort of can't find uh, uh, a lane in, in today's era. Like, like I said, back in 2010 to 2012, he was really popping. And he was quite um, hyped up and a lot of people really liked him and expected a lot from him. But he's sort of fallen off. Um, he may not garner the same attention as his peers around him, like obviously Kanye West, guys like Drake, The Weeknd. These guys have sort of been doing it all for around the same time. But he definitely um, makes music that means something to himself and means something to those around him, his relationships um, and sort of... Um, and, and definitely his fans. He definitely makes music for his fans. 
Um, this album, much like the previous five studio albums, is centered around Wale himself, his struggles, and uh, the relationships that he has in his life. Um, as well as a big part of this is the Black Empowerment. Uh, BGM is one of the tracks. It's a really high energy track. Um, stands for Black Girl Magic, obviously talking about um, sort of the qualities that uh, black women have and how that like no one else really has that. So he's obviously mm. just trying to trying to big them up. Um, Sue me. Um, he he. It's like a stream of consciousness. Just while I just sort of puts it all out there and he says. Sue me, I'm rooting for everyone that's black. Obviously, he's supporting all his black um, artists around him and and all um, black people Mm. um, doing things. Um, And then Black Bonnie, again, is talking about... That's with Jacques, talking about uh, black women. Um, An ode to black women, really. And obviously, Expectations, I played just before. He's talking about um, white terror in the music industry, how um, his rap neighbours... Have got PTSD because of the the trouble that the white owners or the higher ups are putting on them. Uh, I don't know too much about that. We don't really hear much about that, do we? No, never really heard about that. Um, it obviously touched on women's self body image um, and him and others dealing with mental health issues. Um, the majority of this album is quite smooth. Uh, Ari Lennox, Bryson Tiller, and Jeremiah on their respective tracks are really good. Uh, they, they're over like sort of these warm sort of like chocolatey beats, really Ooh. smooth, really sort of inviting in. Like you feel like you're in like a room that's just like of marshmallows just bouncing around. Like, that's where they recorded the, the, um, songs. Very pleasing on the ear, um, and make for a great listen. Um, they're sort of all in the R&B realm, but they're all slightly different enough to keep you interested enough to sort of differentiate one track from the other obviously Ari Lennox Bryson Tiller are very different um Mm. in terms of artistically um artistically different but they all sort of do really well Wale does a great job matching the beats with the features um Bryson Tiller's really um soul sampled heavy looped um beats suits his voice um and Ari Lennox is just more of like a drum um looping um effect on on her track jeremiah obviously kills it he has he has the formula for making r&b hits down yeah he just knows how to even if it doesn't go big like this song i don't think will go big but like if you listen to this album you'll be like that's one of the best on the album yeah that track is called on chill um but i think the one with bryson tiller which is love dot 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 um he ruined the song for me um, while I did. Um, he just, the chorus ruined it. Now, if anyone's heard the song Sidewalks by The Weeknd and Kendrick Lamar, uh, Kendrick Lamar repeats the phrase, say, say, say. And in this song, uh, while I repeats the phrase, love, dot, dot, dot. Now, I just hate the way he rhymes it. He, like... Kendrick Lamar does it so well yeah. in Sidewalks and while he completely misses the mark, I'm going to play it if I can find where he does it. Like, I don't know how. He, he just doesn't rhyme the dot, dot, dot. Um, like he rhymes. I don't know. It's hard to explain. I'll, I'll play it. Let's see if I can. Oh, I like the production. See? Yeah, much like, does not rhyme with dot. Yeah, like he could have done like, like I don't know what he what did he say again? Something about L O V yeah L O V E dot dot dot. Then he could have done something like something something rhyme with E dot dot dot. I think it would have been much yeah. better. And then yeah. It sounds alright. Instead of saying. Why you love to fight so much? He could have said, "Why you love to fight me?" Dot dot dot. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. He re- that honestly pissed me off that song <laughs> when I first heard it. No, much does not rhyme with dot. Yeah, missed a big opportunity for me on that one. Yeah. Um, then the album sort of weirdly turns into trap in the middle with um, 
the song Routine, which is quite obviously a blatant Meek Mill song that Meek Mill has given to him. <laughs> um, because obviously they're all on the same record label um, mm. with Rick Ross as well. Maybach Music Group. Yep, Double M. Yeah, Double MG, yep. Um, but it's a really hard song, like I have to admit. Like it goes dummy hard. <laughs> it doesn't fit in with the whole album at all. But uh, yeah, it's really good. I'm going to play it um, as well. Like, Meek Mill, and that's one problem with like this whole album is the features mainly come in before Wale. Like, you wouldn't even realize okay. that it's his song um, for a lot of them. Um, but I will play. Th- this is quite obviously a Meek Mill song. Yeah, it's... That's 100% yeah. make. Fuck, he's good. Ricky. <laughs> like I love his voice. Hard track. Obviously, very Meek Mill centric, yeah. that one. Um, uh, sorry to interrupt, but my favourite Rick Ross lyric has right. to be Another day, another tattoo on his face. <laughs> That's just that dope. One. That is quite hard. <laughs> Alright, then after, uh, quite frankly, a few filler tracks towards the end, Pink Sweat. Um, I think was decent on his track, but I just think it could have been missed on the album. Um, we get back to some sample goodness, some sample heavy shit. Um, Set You Free is the one with uh, Kelly Price, um, and it's very gospel-esque, very heavy. Kanye would love it. Um, <laughs> um, and then the one with Jax, which is Black Bonnie, is soul heavy, um, which talks about black women um they were both really great on these um and i don't think anyone put a foot wrong on the feature list i think he could have got better artists potentially but the ones he got weren't bad so i think he did really well with that Mm. um i think um and then last track is pole dancer or pole dancing one of those uh i did write it down what is it called pole pole dancer uh which features meg the stallion which doesn't surprise me um, but yeah, it's just a throwaway song right at the end. Doesn't really mean much. Wale likes strip club music, puts like one on every album, so it's not a miss here. Um, and I really like Meg Thee Stallion, and I like her on this track. So there you go. That's that. Um, only two songs break the immersion, which are or the 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 world that um, Wale is creating, which is uh, routine and uh. BGM um, they just sort of sort of tear you away from um, they're both very high energy tracks mm. where the rest of the album's more introspective um, this is actually really cohesive and focused even though there's two not in it um, like two not in the vision um, and he did blur the genre lines a little bit but they still fit really well together um, and while they still created an introspective and vivid world um, like that, that he's living in. Um, we didn't really learn too much new about his struggles. Wale has been very open in the past, talking about what's uh, meant the most to him. Um, and again, we get this again. Um, we realize that no one's perfect, that Wale has his own struggles, even though he's um, wealthy. Um, and we also understand that Wale is now a seasoned veteran and knows how to get the most out of his projects. He knows how mm-hmm. to get the most out of his beats. He knows how to get the most out of his features. And he knows how to suit or match beats with features and match beats with himself. Yeah. Um, he turned his self-reflection into music, which is, which is always hard to do. Yeah. My favorite tracks are Expectations, BMG, Routine, and Sue Me. I'm giving it a 7 out of 10. There you go. Right, that's a good score. Yep. 
All right. Um, I've got a question for you. Right. Hit me with your question. What do you legitimately and like realistically think the next trend will be? So we had boom bap. We're in trap now. Come the end of this year, what do you think the new trend will be? I don't think there'll be a new trend at the end of the year. I think it'll still be trap. But like, what do you reckon the next big change will be? Like the sort of the mainstream genre. I think it's going to be trap for like five years. It's hard to predict a trend because nothing else is really as popular at the moment. But if I was to look at trends, I would say like the artistic rap will come back. I agree. Next. Like the biggest names, like the most popular artists are sort of like, well, not even that, because I don't think Tyler Creator or Frank Ocean's like that popular. I think they just have cult-like followings. Yeah. But I would still, I would still say that that would probably come next because yeah, I think so. Too. I think that eventually people are going to get bored of trap, but it might not happen. Yeah. So, yeah, if I'm I was to make trap. a guess, I would say it would be that. But I actually think the um, women in raps coming up quite heavily to yeah. make the stallion. Uh, no, um, yeah, no name. Um, Solange, even though she's not like rap, she's in the culture. Yeah. And then there's obviously Cardi and Nikki. Well, Nikki's retiring. Um, there was one more that I was thinking of too. There's uh, Snow Tierra the product. Yeah. Ari Lennox. Yeah, there's a few. Yeah, there is quite a few. Yeah, so I think that that'll probably make a resurgence. Yeah, I I think yeah, artistic rap is going to be the next thing. Yeah. Like like yeah, sort of Brockhampton's style. Even though they're going out, or they're like disbanding after, what, they say two more albums. I don't even know. Something like that. Um, I think that's the thing that's going to come back because a lot of people are doing that, and so it's sort of like a like rap fused with R and B and a little bit of pop. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think it's going to be it's going to take like a softer sort of turn. And uh, Kanye is doing it as well with the gospel album. Yeah, well, maybe. Yeah. Well, he out. he has finished it. Yeah. Because right. wasn't there that guy that like listened to it live yeah, at one of his like, things? Mo- listening parties. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he just needs to hurry up and release it. But yeah, I think that'll come next. Yeah, I probably agree with you. All right, let's move on. Because we've got places to be and laptops running out of charge. All right. Do you have your charger here? No, she'll be right. (laughs) All right, what is next? Uh, We've only got your Discord dive left, but if you didn't do it, we don't have to. No, I got it. Look at that. I did Drake's mixtapes on Spotify. There you go. When did you have time to do that? I haven't done it. I'm doing it on the fly. All right, we're going to do So Far Gone. If you're reading this, it is too late. What a Time to Be Alive, which is a collab with Mr. Future Hendrix and More Life, which is a compilation album slash mixtape. Let's start at the most recent and go backwards. Okay. Change it up. I like that. All right, so we're going to start at More Life, which was an odd album. Came out in 2017, two years ago. Um, And yeah, it was odd. It had like Caribbean... This is when Drake was going through his Caribbean phase where every song sort of sounded the same. Um, And he had like some some, uh, UK slang in there. He does his UK impression on the song No Long Talk. Which I thought was pretty funny. I'm a. That's not him. That's six nine. Yeah. Why is he doing that? Oh, there's his dad. <laughs> See, that's how I know. Um, and he called this album a playlist. Um, Georgia Smith, oh, really great cool. artist. Definitely, should everyone should check her out. She is English. Also, on the song, Get It Together, Madiba Ribbon. 
Rhythm. Sorry, I don't know what that is. <laughs> I don't know what Madiba. I know what Madiba. Obviously, is. a very another another Caribbean inspired. Very. <clears throat> yeah. Um, and then Blem, great track, absolute banging track. I don't know why I like this song. I like that. No, it does sound good. And then 4422 with Sampha. Absolute banging track they've collabed before on what's that song called? I can't even think of it. It's on uh, Nothing Was the Same. Oh, someone knows what the track is. <laughs> um, and then Guile Chester. This is my favorite song on the album. That is a good one. Um, I like the. I'm I'm top five. No, what's he say? He's like, I'm top five. No, something like I'm top two, but I'm not two. That's hard. Like that's hard. Meaning he's number one. That was pretty good. Um, and then we obviously had Portland, which slapped in the um, in the mainstay. Then Glow, which sort of was also my favorite track, which features Kanye West. Just absolute banging. And I saw a good meme um, on sort of Kanye forums. It was like, this new Drake album is really good. And it was just like 10 of that song. <laughs> they just like made their own playlist. But yeah, for this album, I'm going to give... So how many do I have? I have two on each and then one. I'm going to give two on this album. It's going to be 44, 22 and Glow. Then we move on to... Oh, let me find that song. Not Gloucester. No. Nah. Yeah. That, oh, Too Much is that song with Santa, by the way. So 44, 22, and Glow. And then we have what comes next. What a time to be alive with my boy Future. Now, they have actually one song each that they're single um, featured, which Drake's is 30 for 30 freestyle. Um, but yeah, it's quite a smaller album. It's only 11 tracks. Um, and obviously the, the biggest one off this is Rob. What's the biggest song off this? No clue. Jump man. Oh yeah, of course. <clears throat> so that is going to be mine. I'm not really going to say much about this cause it is a collab album, but really great. I think future worked really well on this and they should collab again for a whole project. They are good friends, and they make good music. But Big Rings, Diamond Dancing, Scholarship, Plastic Bag, and Jumpman are my favorites. And my two from this are going to be Jumpman, 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 Jumpman. Them boys are the something. <laughs> Jumpman and a hard track. Plastic Bag, which we did used to play on the old show. We did. Any OGs. Now, you remember like when we first started, we just had an hour-long show each week, and that was it? Now we're like, on for seven hours. Now we realistically we do about sort of four and a half hours each week. Yeah. But we played music on that as well, so we only had twenty minutes of talk time. Yeah. Per week. That's it. We're hard. It was like five minutes worth of hip hop news. Yeah. How did we do that? We were succinct back then. Now we just <laughs> ramble. <laughs> Alright. Next up was well before next up was if you're reading this, it's too late. My favorite Drake album. Great album. Everyone loves it. It's universally loved. One of the only Drake albums that sort of is actually universally loved. Um, and it's just it's just hard from front to back. Like, Legend, Energy, 10 Bands, Know Yourself, No Telling, Madonna, Six Gods, Star 67, Preach, Wednesday Night Interlude, Used to Six Man Now and Forever Company, you in the sixth jungle and six PM in New York, slapping playlist um, material in there. No telling. Uh, obviously, everyone knows Energy Legend um, and know yourself. Wallets, wallets, youth, wallets. I was running through the six with my woes. Absolute slapping album. Party next door gets two songs on here. He sort of popped off after this. This was way back when in 2015, four years ago now, so long. That was only a year after his like debut album. Yeah. 
Drake snatched yeah. him up, stole the sand. What he does to everyone. <laughs> um, but yeah, this is really good. This is Drake actually rapping. He's not singing. Okay. He's actually rapping. He is a good rapper. He goes hard. He might have ghost riders, but he goes hard. <laughs> Drake has good ghost riders, I can tell you that much. If he has ghost riders, I don't want him to send shots at me. He's got shotters in the streets, you know? Them mad ting. <laughs> um, yeah, this album is just Drake being ignorant and finally rapping, just taking no shit, pulling no punches, and he goes hard. Um, the two that I'm going to pick from this are No Talent, which is one possibly one of my favorite Drake songs of all time. That is a good one. Um, and, oh, it's so hard to pick another one. Legend. The opener. Money taught me Spanish. Make it andale. That is dope. That's hard. And finally, So Far Gone, which finally got released to streaming this year. So I kept my streak alive of the prediction. Which so far. Drake won't release an album. Yeah, so far. Surely not. It's in October. <laughs> he has no singles. If he does me now, that's dirty. <laughs> and I'm still waiting for MIA. I'm checking just in case I missed it right now. MIA, come on. Come on. No. God damn it. Wait. No. 2016 last one come on MIA come on um now I have to go find that bloody album again ah here we go um I haven't really listened to this one too much but I did listen to it um when it first came out obviously best I have is an iconic Drake track um finally gets its full release um on an album it's been out for obvious well this album did come out in 2019 but obviously that was only to streaming this came out I, I don't know. So far gone? 10 years ago? No, oh, I don't know about that. <laughs> yeah, 2009, 10 years ago. Um, but yeah, I doubted myself there. Should know that. I know Drake knowledge. Unagi. Um, that's the second Unagi reference. I don't know if it's in the first episode or the last episode. I don't know. But third. <laughs> um, Uptown with Bun B and Lil Wayne is also great. Um, Santi Gold and Lil Wayne on um, Unstoppable um, again and Lil Wayne just is on here like 20 times um, yeah I would say that this is the least favourite of mine just because it's my least listened I've actually so far gone is probably better than More Life to be completely honest but I think What A Time To Be Alive and if you're reading this it's too late are slightly better um, but yeah that's my review this week next week I will do his full studio albums that are released. Oh, well, next time I have it, I will do his albums. So I sort of split this go. one up into two. Yeah, which is fair. He's got like 15 Yeah, projects. Oh, and that song is, I'm going to do Best I Ever Had. That's easy. And there you go. Is that the show? That is the show. So thank you guys for watching. Uh, be sure to... Tune in in two days' time for the fun-filled Friday show. Yep. Um, my turn for the punishment this week. Mm-hmm. How do you think it went? Don't like to spoil it, but how do you think it went? All I know is you cheated on one of the... Oh, that's that's that, utter bullshit. That we'll let was... you guys be the judge when the, when the show drops. I mean, <laughs> we Googled it and I was right. <laughs> but like, a bit of a cheat though. No. It, you like I said, we'll let you guys. You be the just judge. have poor knowledge, mate. <laughs> no, that, I'm not saying the knowledge of someone that's. You've got poor no, knowledge. I'm not saying that. That's what I'm. Let's just say an artist screwed you over, and you didn't even do the proper forfeit. <laughs> Disgraceful. Uh, no, I'm saying I. I will admit that I was wrong. Right. But you cheated. I don't think I did. That's you did. I literally gave you extra chances. Be the judge before we say anything. I anti cheated. I actually gave you help. (laughs) I anti cheated, and you called me a cheater. Did we do the the quiz? Yeah, we did the quiz. No, but that was not for the quiz, though. No, no, but that's what is coming up for the the people. Got the quiz, Hiptionary, Robert, 
I don't mean to offend anyone, but could be mentally disabled <laughs> from when we did Hipstionary. <laughs> um, but yes, but let's do albums next week. Oh yeah, that's right. What do you want to do? I don't have a list, so I'll just read some out to you. Okay. I have. Oh, I want to do 24 hours, if that's right. He, he, did he release something? Uh, I've, even, I've seen that, yeah. I didn't see it. I don't it, know if so he's actually released it. Yep, if you want to do that, go ahead, mate. I was going to read some off, but look at that. Don't even need to. Yep. 24 hours. That released yesterday for us. There you go. What's so, it called? World on Fire. World on Fire. And I will do someone I have never heard of, but I did download it. I heard it was good. It is Let the Sun Talk by Marvi. M-A-V-I. Maybe? Marvi. One of those. This is fresh to streaming, so it actually isn't new. So if anyone out there has listened to it. Oh, yeah. Uh, but it is came to streaming for us yesterday. Um, for you guys a couple, well, almost a week ago now. So, yeah. Yeah. It... I don't even know what this... I haven't even listened to it yet. I downloaded it because I knew you probably wouldn't pick it anyway. So I sort of <laughs> thought it would be a safe pick. Um, and I assume... Let's just put a random one on. I assume it is sort of avant-garde rap. Sort of art rap. Let's see. It is. Yeah. Sounds like Earl Sweatshirt. It really does. <laughs> All right, well... Well, 24 Hours has a track called Nudies. All right, put that on for, for five seconds. Oh, sounds like 24 hours, all right. It's very tropical. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Well, we'll see you next week when I do Marvi. He does 24 hours. Yep, but before that, we'll see you in two days' time. I've been Tyler. You've been fantastic. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. That's a wrap.